This is Party on the Peninsulas, your weekly update on the people and policies leading Michigan, with Michigan Democratic Party Chair Lavora Barnes. Welcome back to Party on the Peninsulas. I'm Lavora Barnes, Chair of the Michigan Democratic Party. The word this week is leadership. Congratulations to the leadership team selected over the weekend at our party's winter convention in Detroit. This great team of district officers and state central committee members are the foundation of our statewide organization. They are unpaid volunteers who put in countless hours organizing and leading our grassroots across the state. Thank you for all you do. And my personal thanks for the honor of being allowed to continue to chair our great party. Our focus at the state headquarters over the next two years is to expand our democratic majorities in both the legislature and our congressional delegation and put in place the ground game to support our national ticket and elect Senator Debbie Stabenow's successor. In a few minutes, I'll be joined by our newly elected state party leadership, Erica Geis and Jason Morgan. First, this week's top news. Here's MDP's Dorian Tyus. I'm Dorian Tyus. Here are some of the stories driving policy and politics this week. Governor Whitmer has sent the legislature a budget that puts a priority on lowering taxes for working families, investing in Michigan education, and investing in making Michigan the next Silicon Valley. Highlighting the governor's package, a $180 one-time payment to everyone filing a 2023 tax return. The one potential stumbling block, Republicans holding back their votes to give this taxpayer benefit immediate effect. The tax package also ramps up the state's earned income tax credit by 400% and repealing the Snyder era retirement tax. Also in the budget, a 9% boost for K-12 education increases in higher education support, and expanding the statewide program to replace lead water pipes. There's a link on our website to the full budget document and news stories on various parts of the proposal. President Biden's State of the Union address has touched a nerve with Republicans by correctly pointing out multiple statements by Republicans calling for cuts and even ending the Social Security and Medicare benefits. While the GOP leaders in the House and Senate say it's not GOP policy, influential members in both chambers are on record calling for the cuts. Attorney General Dana Nessel and the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services are reminding Michigan consumers to be aware of phishing text messages that claim their EBT benefit cards are locked. The message includes a phone number to call for help. Responding to these messages may allow scammers to access the card's funds. There's still another Republican scandal in Lansing. This time, the investigation is into former House Speaker Rick Johnson for potential bribes relating to licensing of marijuana facilities. And state Democrats held their winter convention in Detroit, electing the leadership team for the state party's next two years. Chairperson Lavora Barnes received overwhelming support for another term. Coming up next, Chairperson Barnes talked with the two newly named party vice chairs, Representative Jason Morgan and Senator Erica Geis. That's our summary for this week. You can find links for more information on these stories on our website, partyonthepeninsulas.com. From MDP headquarters in Lansing, I'm Dorian Tyus. <music> 
Thank you. So Jason Morgan, one of my favorite people in the world, congratulations and thank you for joining us um, as an officer of the Michigan Democratic Party, first vice chair. Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, Jason. Uh, thank you so much, Lavora, uh, or should I say Chair Barnes? Uh, Vice Chair Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thrilled to be with you uh, and thrilled to be uh, part of your team uh, helping lead our party going forward. Um, for folks who, who aren't familiar with me, my name is Jason Morgan. I've been uh, engaged in our party for a very long time, uh, dating back to, I think, 2008, when I was a college Democrat at Northern Michigan University. And over the years, I've moved from Marquette, Michigan, to Washington, D.C., to uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan, where I now uh, very happily call home. Um, and a lot of my background has been working for several of our amazing members of Congress, uh, including Congressman Dingle and Congresswoman Dingle, um, as well as Reps uh, Slotkin and Stevens and um, Secretary of State Benson. Uh, and so I've been very, very fortunate to work for some of our amazing leaders. Uh, and then in my uh, own world, outside of that, I've been a Washington County Commissioner for six years up until December. Uh, along with a trustee for Northern Michigan University until uh, being elected to the state house and taking office in January. So I'm one month and 10 days in, and um, it's been exciting already. Uh, and then lastly, I'm also a member of the U.S. Coast Guard Auxiliary and um, was a, a teacher at Washington Community College and a, a very proud MEA member. So I've worn a lot of hats uh, and I'm very excited to just wear a couple of hats now uh, as a, a member of our, our state party and uh, the state legislature. So terrific. I'm, I'm so thrilled to have you as part of this team. So current state representative, let's talk a little bit about that. One, one of the things I'm excited about is that you and our second vice chair, Erica Geis, who we'll talk to in just a few minutes, are members of this new legislature led by Democrats. And it's important to, to me and probably to our listeners to hear a little bit about the synergy between the state party and the democratically led legislature. And I think you, your positions here in the party are a great representation of the importance of that relationship. Talk a little bit about how, how we're going to work together as a party in the legislature. Absolutely. That's what this is all about. Uh, we are so very, very happy uh, and certainly in, in, in some large part to your your role, uh, Lavora, and the work that you've put in over the years to have the first Democratic trifecta in 40 years. So my number one job as part of this team is to help make sure that we we keep these majorities. These are the slimmest majorities uh, we could possibly have, and, and there is not a single vote that we can give up on the Senate side or the House side. Um, and so our job working together is to make sure that we are all working together, that we're collaborative, that we're a team. Uh, and I think that goes above and beyond anything we've ever had to do before, because we've we haven't had all three chambers in such a long time. And so it's it's a an adjustment for many people. So I think having us all connected here in the party with uh, certainly uh, you know you Lavora and myself from the House and uh, Erica Geist from the Senate, I think we can work together to make sure that we we connect each other and and maintain this team and make sure that we are connecting with voters to maintain these majorities. So great. You had a busy week this week in the legislature. Tell us a little bit about what's been going on. We've been talking on this podcast about, you know, Democrats have come out 
early and hard, working hard, right? Already moving legislation, but this week was particularly exciting. Tell us what happened. This was uh, certainly more than I expected in my first month of office here. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm used to seeing legislation pass. I'm not used to seeing it pass in such a, well, we'll just say exciting, uh, an exciting fashion here. We saw Republicans fight tooth and nail to stop us from doing what we thought was a very popular, strongly supported first couple of items on our agenda, repealing the pension tax that should have never been put in place in the first place, uh, uh, expanding the earned income tax credit, which which I think the governor is very smartly calling the working families tax credit as a much better description of what it is going to do. Uh, and then we're, we're helping provide relief for every, every Michigan uh, tax filer. Uh, this is great. These are amazing things. They are incredibly popular. Voters support them. Residents support them. Uh, this should have been a proud bipartisan moment. But as we've seen over the years, our, our colleagues on the Republican side of the aisle aren't necessarily there for Michigan residents. But that's what we're here for. We're here to fight for the people of Michigan and to give them relief, whatever it takes. We aren't backing down. I love it. I think that these Republicans have, have picked up the playbook that they are just going to be obstructionists. It shouldn't surprise us, but it still does because, you know, when there are things that seem like such simple slam dunks for the people of Michigan that they become obstructionists about, it's just, it continues to surprise and shock me. So I am so pleased that you are part of this Democratic led legislature. I know that there's great work to come out and I appreciate you joining me here at the party on our team. And of course, I appreciate you joining our party on the peninsulas. Absolutely. So glad to be with you. Senator Geis, our new second vice chair of the Michigan Democratic Party. I'd love for our listeners to get to know you a little bit. Tell us about Senator Geis. Thank you so much, Lavora. Um, I'm very excited to be the second vice chair of the Michigan Democratic Party. Um, I represent the first Senate district, um, which is a good portion of Downriver and part of Detroit. Um, up to the lodge, just the west side of the lodge, a dynamic, multi-ethnic, multicultural, multi-economic district. I like to say that it really is a microcosm of Michigan. Um, so I'm excited. And I, previously, I served at the sixth Senate district, and then before for a full Senate term. And prior to that, I served two terms in the House, and up until this year served in the minority the entire time. Um, so I'm very excited to be serving in the majority. I'm also the chair of the Michigan Legislative Black Caucus, and I am just excited to get some really solid, good work done for the <laughs> residents of the state of Michigan, because we are the majority for the people. It finally, the majority for the people. And one of the things that makes me so happy about having you and Jason on board our leadership team is this connection between this state party and these two democratically led bodies of the legislature. It's such a big deal. We haven't had it in any of the time any of us have been working in Michigan politics. And so um, I'm looking forward to being able to work together. And I, I think I'd love to hear you talk about the sort of synergy and the importance of, of us working closely with the legislature and the legislature working closely with this party. Yeah, I think it is that synergy is the perfect way to describe it. I think because we've been in the minority for so long in the state, especially on the Senate side, the energy, 
within the party has not been the energy of we can do stuff and we can get things done that that we know the people in our state and in our communities want and need. And so to be able to to have that synergy, to not always being on defense, but being able to be in a position to mobilize the party, um, mobilize members of the party, re-engage, reinvigorate members of the party, but also for the members to know that us legislators have their backs, but then also the, the members of the party have ours. Um, it fuels us because we know that the folks that we are fighting for, and we're fighting for everybody in the state, but the the folks whose values are aligned with ours know that we are working to to move those values forward. So those values of protecting everybody's rights, protecting everybody's access to environmental justice and economic justice and reproductive justice and voting rights and all those things that we have been saying that are important to us, it's going to allow us to really walk the walk because we've been talking the talk for so long and haven't been able to to make a lot of progress. And now here we are. Yeah. Now here we are. I am. I, I love that you said that this party has your backs and you all are going to need all of us at your backs, just watching what the Republicans in this legislature are willing to do or unwilling to do for the people of Michigan has, has continued to surprise and shock me. And this legislative session is 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 no different. You know, they, they have been very clear that they're going to be obstructionists at every turn. Talk to us a little bit about what this session has been like. This week alone has been quite a week, but <laughs> talk to Talk to us about what this is like for you. Yeah, it has been a wild month. Tomorrow, we will have been in session for exactly one calendar month. What has been remarkable through the leadership of Senate Majority Leader Brinks and Speaker of the House Tate is we came in and we started doing the things we said we were going to do right away. In the eight years that I've served in the legislature in both chambers, that expedience is nothing I've experienced before. Um, <laughs> it has been, I, I, honestly, it's been like drinking out of a fire hose, but it has been, it's, it's a great problem to have because it means that we are working. We're doing the things that our people sent us to Lansing to do. There have been, as with anything, um, there have been some challenges but that is expected. Um, we are the big tent party and we have slim majorities in both chambers. So it does mean working together within our chambers, but also within our caucuses. But I think we know how to do that. And, you know, there've been some unexpected shenanigans um, Good word. from the other side of the aisle. <laughs> and I think that they're part of the problem is they don't know how to operate in the minority. And rather than that, I'm, I'm not going to tell them how to operate in the minority, but they definitely don't know how to do it in a way that's effective <laughs> and, and at all useful. And they can keep being useless as far as I'm concerned. So, <laughs> <laughs> And they're going to keep being useless. That's not going to stop. Exactly. It's not. <laughs> yeah. well, well, I am so thrilled that you and Jason are part of this leadership team here at the party. And I'm so happy that you joined us here on Party on the Peninsulas. We're going to have you both back regularly to talk about what's going on in the legislature and to talk about the work that we're going to do together to grow those slim majorities. So thanks for joining us and we'll see you again soon. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. That's this week's report. We urge you to subscribe to the podcast currently available on Google Podcasts, 
Android TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, or on our website, PartyOnThePeninsulas.com. We're adding more options as quickly as possible, and we'll keep you updated as we get new listings. We thank you for listening. Party on the Peninsula is a production of the Michigan Democratic Party.